trunk. With drugs. We have to call the police right away. No, I don't know if she got in there. That's for the police to figure out. It's not like you guys had anything to do with it, right? Last night is really fuzzy right now. Which way are you guys going? Well, I just spent a half an hour going through a roadblock back that way. So now what? We take her into the woods and we bury her. Don't prove that. High tension Hey guys, Cass here. So for this week, we are going to talk about a pretty exciting film, um, a Canadian film to be uh, to be exact, actually, um, which I'm really excited about, and uh, by two um, two Canadian female directors, which is just another really cool cool thing to mention. Um, and uh, yeah, basically, the story is exactly as the title dead hooker in a trunk doesn't get any clearer basis than that essentially uh we follow these four misfitted individuals um through their story of finding a dead hooker in a trunk um and it's all coming from a night before of too much drinking and they can't really remember what happened so um but it's a little more serious than kind of that it's i mean it's a little bit of a black comedy but but not really so um it is a 2009 canadian exploitation horror film starring written produced and directed by my favorite the twin sisters jen soska and sylvia soska or also known as the soska twins uh, soska sisters um just fabulous fabulous duo um the film is their feature film directorial debut and was distributed by ifc um you know, basically it features local music from Vancouver, uh, and other acts, um, from there. It's just really, really cool story. And I mean, it, it just boils down to even the fact that their names aren't traditional names. We have badass played by Sylvia geek played by Jen, the badass friend junkie played by Ricky. Um, and then Ricky, uh, gain, Gange, Gange, and uh, the pickup uh, goody two shoes, CJ Wallace. Um, from and basically, the story follows those as Jen is uh, or Geek is kind of in love with goody two shoes. They pick him up from his church youth group and afterwards plan to purchase some drugs for badass and junkie when they discover the dead body in their trunk. Um, so they stay at the hotel, convincing you know the hook the motel owner that he can have sex with the hooker, you know. Um, you know, and that she's still alive, you know, they basically kind of, this whole story going back and forth. Next thing you know, Geek calls the police and they begin questioning Badass. Um, she lets them go in exchange for sexual favors and ends up knocking them out, handcuffs them together naked and then leaves. Pretty badass scene if uh, I do say so myself. Um, they end up purchasing their drugs um, past and uh, pass the time until dark to transport the body when a street gang assaults the dealer's house and assault uh, targeting junkie and the dealer uh, badass of course here's the fight she goes in to rescue everyone there's this big shootout stab fest extraordinary extraordinary it's pretty pretty fucking gruesome to say the least um at one point you literally see the guy playing with the guy's intestines while he's alive it's yeah uh, but um anyways they go in you know the poor uh, junkie there she's um you know, she is not in good shape, um, so she's seriously injured, 
and is um, basically they're pull over and there's this whole kind of fight out you know the tension's high between the four of them and she ends up getting her her arm stuck and torn off by a passing semi truck um goody two shows able to sew it back on and geeks empty eye socket uh that's right she lost an eye during the altercation earlier at the drug dealer's um place because the actual murderer who's sort of stalking them who goes all the way back to the hooker um he knocked it out it's kind of weird he like backs like bumps the back of her head and flies out um and um essentially uh you know, she's got this electrical tape over her eye, and they tried burying the hooker, and then they realize that she's actually alive, so Badass ends up hitting her in the head with a shovel, um, and then they end up fleeing the scene. Um, now, the next day, they're attacked by the hooker's pimp, and Badass kills him. Geek and Badass have yet another argument, and the four friends separate. Badass drops Junkie off the hospital, Geek and Goody Two-Shoes take separate cabs, but both end up at the hooker's house. They rescue the hooker's dog and learn about the serial killer who's been murdering prostitutes. And they end up getting revenge. And they meet Badass at the hooker's house. <clears throat> and uh, they end up finding somebody who um, matches the killer's description and they capture him. And basically the two of them torture him to death with power tools to basically finalize the scene. So the man they kill is not actually the serial killer. However, the real serial killers are believed to be Goody Two-Shoes Priest. He was maimed and by a botched circumcision, leaving him with a forked penis. A frequent user of prostitutes, he's enraged by the reactions to the deformity, and he'll kill them. He kidnaps and tortures badass, geek, junkie, and goody two-shoes, tries to rescue... He, he kidnaps and tortures badass. Geek, junkie, and goody two-shoes try to rescue her, and the priest tries to escape, and they chase him. Geek's knocked to the ground, and the priest threatens to rape her empty eye socket, but badass returns for her twin, and they set the priest on fire. The four friends dispose of the hooker's body, dumping it into the ocean. Geek and goody two-shoes and badass suggest they all earn a vacation. Um, you know, pretty silly, silly movie, but really, really awesome. Um, just hilarious really good scenes good chemistry you can tell these guys are just having fun i mean this is shot on a budget of only five thousand dollars something like that really cheap and shot literally in like the couple blocks around their house when they lived in vancouver so if any of you listening believe you could be the next you know quentin tarantino do it because literally all it takes is just putting yourself out there taking that that shot and getting yourself some actors hell you don't even need the actors these guys proved it you literally just need to have a story yourselves and a camera and you can get a lot done um kind of a fun fact about me in this film so i discovered it a few years back it was right around christmas time so i went to the local store trying to find it to rent it and i walk in and they're like oh can we help you and of course everybody's asking for films like white christmas and there i am do you have dead hooker in a trunk um i could easily see the guy look over at the computer and stare at me like this girl nuts and search it and then he goes oh no i don't have that movie give me a week i'll order it uh, it was it was just really really ironic and funny um but anyways guys um you know wrapping up really quick podcast this week um and uh going forward kind of boiling some new ideas thinking some things over and um basically i want to reach out to you guys to come up with some sort of catchphrase um you know we're definitely a collective uh, group of horror lovers and I feel like, you know, there should be something that we say to each other or something that, you know, shows sort of that love together, you know, kind of like, you know, there's keep calm and carry on, like, want to keep calm and stay creepy. I have no idea. Anyways, I'm reaching out to you guys, you know, reach out to me, shoot me a message on Instagram or Twitter. Love to hear from you guys. Uh, let me know, you know, wh- what do you think our catchphrase should be? 
Anyways, guys, signing off. Thanks again.